$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wiley, and you are listening to Sex Stories, a podcast I originally started to bring the safety, clarity, and creativity of kink to sexy humans of all flavors in an effort to normalize talking about sex so that when we have it, it's actually pleasure-filled. My guest today, I'm very excited to introduce to you. She is 29 years old, a cis female. She's pretty straight, but like maybe 5% curious thoughts. Pretty vanilla, but open to explore. She's a nurse from Ohio. Welcome, Cecily. Hello, everyone. Cecily, can you give us an overview of your sex life? Like where you are now, and then we're going to take it back. Okay, so I am 29. I've spent from 20 on in my adult life in, I would say, long-term relationships. I dated someone from when I was 20 to 27, and then another person for about a year and a half after that. So I'm a little newer out of long-term relationships and have had very little non-committed sex out of that. So um, we are in quarantine and things are a little limited, but so the hookup world is new for me since I was 19. Like I'm like re-entering the sex world and the how-tos and, and maybe this sounds bad, but it's my first time having grown-up sex. I feel like I'm encountering the same thing. I guess that's not really true, but I know what you mean. I think I'm grown up dating for the first time in quarantine. Well, how are you feeling about that, first of all? Like, are you seeing anyone right now? Can you fuck in quarantine? Like, what's your... Um, I, so, so I know that, like, at first we were very, like, stay home, don't see anyone. And I was like, okay, fair. But then I, you know, I tell people, like, hey, like, I'm okay coming out. If you're okay, we're not symptomatic. Let's consent to breathe on each other. And then... <laughs> Or around each other. So I've seen a couple people hooked up with a couple people. And this is all so new to me. Okay. Yeah. We're going to get into all of the details. But first, I want to take it back to your younger years. Yes. When do you first remember hearing about sex? Okay. So I grew up on a huge farm. And I was homeschooled until I was 10 um, with super conservative Christian parents. Their rationale for homeschooling was so that we wouldn't be worldly. And that's, that's the word that I really like think about a lot is they didn't want us to be worldly. Um, that being said, we had livestock. So I like understood like birth and death really early on, Mm -hmm. but sex was very much presented as you do this to reproduce. Oh, wow. So I've always known about sex. Your livestock, you know, creates new livestock in the field. You see it like Mom, Dad, like, what are they? Why are they that? They have babies. Oh, okay. 
Um, so sex was presented that way mm-hmm. and I was homeschooled and it was weird and conservative, but it, I knew the words like penis and vagina, but it was referred to as like the baby hole. Like, really? Because it was, you know, just for creation. Okay. Um, but I remember being really young and like waking up like with like, like I now know it would have been like my hand on my clit, but then I was just like, oh, this feels really nice. Like just waking up with my hand like buried. <laughs> Do you remember how old um, you were? I this I probably would have been like six, seven-ish. So you were homeschooled, so you were not raised to be worldly. What does worldly mean exactly to your family? Um, material possessions, cursing, spending like, credit cards. Oh, wow. Uh, like Ten Commandments type things, coveting and lusting after things. Like you should be content with what you have. Just those kind of... We used Mennonite curriculum. Um, okay. I didn't have to wear a dress or a bonnet or anything like that, but they like really identified with those minimal values, like just bare bones kind of sustenance. Did you grow up going to church? Yes, very much. My parents split up when I was 10, and then I started public school and didn't attend church so regularly, but okay. the first decade eight of my life was very like church every Sunday. Okay. And then in public school, did you get a sex talk? Yeah, we had sex ed in middle school. Um, boys and girls classes were separate. They gave out a pack like that had like deodorant, a pad, and a tampon. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and, we're like, and are like, here's an ovary. Eggs come out of it. But I would say it was mostly abstinence education, not safe sex education. Right. So when did you start exploring more with your own body and or partner bodies? Um, own body... I love this podcast because it is so just so you can tell all your things. Um, so I remember like my mom had bought tampons and was like, you know, you're going to eventually need these. Like they're here, like this way you can see them and know what they are for when it's time to use them. You're like acquainted with how they work. Uh-huh. But I remember like uh-huh. being into like inserting my tampon. <laughs> I tried right? to do like, that, oh, but I couldn't, I didn't do it right. Like I couldn't make it go in and I, I thought I was put together wrong or something because I couldn't oh figure it out. I'm like, you're like sewn shut or something. Um, so I re- remember like what I now realize is masturbating with tampons, but I was just like, <laughs> thought it was fun. Totally. <laughs> um, boys probably started like eighth grade. There was a boy, he was my first kiss. My mom would like sit behind us in the movies. Oh, God. Still shared, you know, some some mutual handsy stuff. Mm-hmm. I, nev- I don't think I ever like held his dick in my hand, only like through his jeans. But he <laughs> fingered me, if you want to call it that. There's no penetration, really. But, it, but when you're 13, 12, 13. Um, and then I lost my virginity when okay. I was 16. Okay. To go back to him kind of fingering you. Was that at the movie theater with your mom behind you? Like, yes, what? yes. Like it's that or like, so we went to church together and would, he was like a friend's cousin or something, you know, some, uh-huh. we would like go to her grandparents' house after where we would be like, we're watching movies. And it would just be like his hands like in my pants, just hanging around. And it was like a rush, but it definitely wasn't pleasurable. Right, right. So it'd be like hands in pants, just like against my labia. I don't, 
and you knew you were like, okay, this is like, I knew like, okay, this is adult, this is sexual. And it's, you're feeling like, you know, you're making out and it, it's fun, but there was no, definitely no like pleasure, no orgasm from this. Right. But you kind of act like there is because even at 13, that's what you're taught to do is like, (laughs) oh my God, that feels so good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it was like, not so good. That is such a good point. We really are given that message so early on. Yeah. How did things progress from there? So 16, you lost your virginity. Was it a different person? It was a different person, two or three years older than me. He was, but what I would consider my high school boyfriend, you know, we dated for a year or two and he was, he was a different race than me, which in small town, Ohio was questionable. Oh, really? How'd your family feel about it? His mom was from the Philippines. So he was short and small bodied, Mm -hmm. I guess is the nice way to say it. After we, my parents split up, we lived with my grandpa and he would just call him like that little dried up fella. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, because he wasn't, you know, stereotypical, like, big man, strong boy. He was a little mixed Filipino boy. People would make comments like, Cecily has yellow fever. And I didn't realize that that was racist then, but definitely that was a racist comment. Holy fuck. Yeah, right? How has that affected you, if at all? I just thought people were like mean high school just high school mean we were all mean then mm-hmm. you know what I'm you're not very politically correct or when I was that age it was nothing to say that things were gay or retarded I wouldn't call something gay or retarded now but yeah. we did then yeah not realizing that it was offensive yeah but I think about that now and I'm like oh I wonder how that made him feel yeah to get comments like that you know his mom spoke very minimal English like that had to be very difficult for him growing up but totally anyway oh. I don't I don't remember the first time we actually had sex. Oh, like, really? I can't like remember that moment. What I do remember, and I was thinking about this this morning, we went and got ice cream after <laughs> and just kind of sat across the table from each other. Like, okay, he was a virgin too. And we just kind of sat there and we're like, okay, well, it's done. <laughs> wow. Let's eat our ice cream. Do you remember the emotional feeling that you had at the time? Um, definitely guilty Mm. because of the, you know, the, just the, what I refer to as Christian guilt Mm -hmm. that I like still carry with little things now, but guilty. But at that time I thought, you know, that I would be with him forever because you're 16 and that's what you think, but, but like safe and secure, you know, we had dated for at least like six months before we did and we were ready and we had talked about it, but the actual sex, I don't recall. Right. Do you remember what the conversations talking about it leading up to it was like? And I'm assuming that you also did a lot of other foreplay type activities. Yes. We, you know, standard foreplay. He probably never went down on me, okay. I would guess, because I think I would remember that. Did you know what that was at the time? Because I sort of didn't have a totally clear grasp, I think, when I was 16. like I Yeah, remember... I don't think I did either. Like, I knew that I was, I don't want to say supposed to, but I was supposed to give a blow job. But I didn't know that that would be like reciprocated. Totally. hundred percent. One hundred percent. I did not know. Uh, I didn't even know he yeah. could put his fingers in my vagina. I was like, no, that's mine. I'll touch it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that that could be a pleasurable thing. Like I thought that was just, I don't know, like yeah. you give somebody a hug before you eat dinner. Like, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I just thought it was a, thought it was like a formality, not a like foreplay. I didn't know it was supposed to make things better. Totally. Totally. 
So what do you remember uh, about those early physical experiences? Like, do you remember it being fun or was it like confusing or what, like, and how horny would you say your body is? Now I am like the guy I dated most recently. He's like, your sex drive is out of control. He's like, I like, he's like, I just can't keep up. How does that uh, make you that feel? Time, it was like, um, kind of nice, like kind of desirable because I think it's a stereotype it's a stereotype that women don't like sex or aren't supposed to and I'm like no I like I and that like women are supposed to be annoyed by that and I'm like no like I like sex and I'll tell you that I do so have you ever had a partner that was like I think you have a higher sex drive than me and like they don't want to fuck you yes how is that yes so this person that I dated from 20 to 27 we had sex maybe twice a year what yes i know what did you do i'm Mm. like and i think about i think like oh i've wasted my youth so we started dating when i was 20 he was 19 he was a virgin i'd been with you know a couple boyfriends but not really like the hookup scene like maybe one or two but Mm -hmm. and that was when you know there was a lot of guilt for me around hookups because i was still a teenager and slut shaming is very real but especially 10 years ago that was very real yeah so he was a virgin and when we first started dating we had sex fairly often Mm -hmm. but i think about that now and i'm like oh no it was only like once a week it wasn't with any frequency even when we you know i had worked night shift and he had lived it was a long distance relationship for a while and i was like well maybe we just don't have sex because there's we don't see each other enough to I kept, like, I just kept making up reasons. So I'm like, yeah. well, you know, I, I'm working nights. We don't see each other. Now I'm like, no, we could have fucked in the hallway before I left. But yeah. <laughs> and, but I confronted him about it numerous times. And, I'm, and I said, like, are you, do, you, do you just not like it? And he's like, yeah, I think that might be it. Oh. Right? And we're, we're still very good friends. But mm-hmm. I've always had a lot of self-esteem issues. And I just thought it was me. I'm like, he's not attracted to me. Yeah. I'm not pretty. Like, yeah. he's not into it. He... he, he He's a very kind man, but he's a technically obese. And not that that's unattractive, but in my head, I'm like, well, he's a bigger guy. Like, he should be into me. Why is he not? Yeah. So it, it was a huge hit to my mental state. Yeah. And then I, you know, just, we never had sex. And I kind of decided, well, maybe I'm just not that sexual. Because I kind of, it was to the point where I'm like, well, I don't even feel like having sex. So maybe, maybe I'm just not a sexual person. And that's really where I left it. Oh, wow. Like I quit trying to initiate with him and I was like, eh, I'm just not sexual. The end. How did uh, that? Which what? No. That's, I mean, can you say how that affected your life at all? Or just like, if you recall that time, like just kind of, what did it feel like in your body? Just a very out of touch. Um, I got really into running and into the gym during that time. I think that's probably how I filled that void. I don't know. It's just so strange. And, you know, my friends, you know, are talking about sex and like, I got a butt plug, LOL. And I'm like, oh, yeah. He sleeps on the couch. Yeah. So can I ask a question about being with a bigger person? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because he had unique anatomy. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, I want you to tell us that so- afterwards. Well, tell us that now. Yes. <laughs> tell us about the anatomy. Okay. So, like I said, he was a bigger guy. Um, erect. His penis was very normal, mm-hmm. as much as heavy set guys can be. Um, but soft 
It's like Google image search buried penis or hidden penis. Okay. It looks like a belly button, right? Oh, wow. That's and so that's what he looked like flaccid. Okay. And I and like now I'm like, hmm, I wonder if it was like a self-esteem issue for him. Well, I'm wondering if it's a physical issue as well, because I recently started sleeping with a new partner and he's a super lovely dude, but he also last week was just like, I think you have higher desire than even I do. And I thought I was high desire. And for me, I'm like, oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm so sexy. I don't know. I want. Yes. Can you be inside me again? I just yeah. want, you know, and I think I also freaked him out because I'm so enthusiastic and like I, he's not kinky. And so I have all this like leftover, like, like slave worship in me. And so I'm like, oh, they're so wonderful. So it freaked yeah. him out. Um, I mean, he says he's fine, but I think, but I was realizing because I'm so enthusiastic and I really want to show him that like I can do a good job at sex. And also I'm like practicing all these new, you know, I've been, this is the first time that I've kind of like been dating in a long time and I you know with the podcast I'm always practicing my communication so I'm like trying so hard and so I've been on top a fair amount also because I'm very excited and mm -hmm. like I like being on top but I for the first time in my life I've worked out almost every day for two months like today is my two-month workout anniversary mm -hmm. and I can feel that I'm getting stronger but I still get so fucking tired and so I was like how do people who are not in like any kind of shape even function during sex <laughs> Yes. Like, it's like such a strain on the body. I remember, you know, the, the times that we did have sex, he'd be like, yes, but he'd be like red face, dripping sweat. Like he yeah. was, he was working. That sounds hard. Yeah. Like it had to have been hard. Yeah. So maybe that, that was probably a lot of it. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. Were you on top? Like, were, were you on top mostly or how does it work? Mostly he was on top. Okay. It's kind of like when I was, his like, belly was awkwardly in the way. Okay. Like I'm, he wasn't like, he wasn't like my 600 pound life, but he was <laughs> like a three, yeah. <laughs> he's like a 300 pound man. Uh -huh. Yeah. So maybe, and maybe a lot of it was just like <laughs> the physics of it. We just didn't fit together very well. I mean, that's like, that can be a hard puzzle to put I together. Know. We're still 27 together. We, spent a lot of time together, went through a lot of shit. So we still talk on occasion, Yeah, go grab a drink or whatever, but it's, it's definitely, you know, if I say I'm going to go meet him for a beer, my friends are like, Oh, tell him I said hi. Like they're not yeah. like, Oh, right, right, right. Meeting That's... him for a beer. Yeah. Totally. It's totally. Like everyone's like, Oh yeah. You're a college roommate. He was a cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I totally get that. Did you guys, when you were together sexually, did you do other foreplay things or was it just like not very much? I think he went down on me twice okay. ever wow. in seven years. What about blowjobs? What did um, you, could you also, when his penis was hiding, if he's flaccid, could you get him hard from it, or was it like too hidden? How did it work? You could get him hard. It, I could like he had to be, you know, like mentally aroused. Right, it's right, not right. like I could like no, like it, it wasn't there to like put my hand on. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. That that would be a hard thing to deal with. I do think, but to my knowledge, he hasn't seen or dated anyone since. Uh huh. I'm curious. Did you ever talk about feelings around sex beyond I think I don't like it? Because I don't think I, in my 20s, would have been capable of having... I mean, I'm still struggling with these conversations to ask really detailed questions. Um, I just, I really just kind of left it at that. Okay. Because yeah. I, I, was, I was very content in a lot of ways with my relationship with mm. them. And I was like, I guess this just isn't part of who we are. We're just not sexual people. Got it. 
Okay. And so since then, what have you learned about yourself? Oh my gosh. I love sex. I found. <laughs> okay. Tell us how you discovered this. So I dated him for about a year and a half after this. And he was the first person I slept with after this long relationship. A little old. He was five years older than me. It was divorced. It was like a whole new territory. I called him the divorced golfer to my friends because you know, a golf guy. Like, what? I don't, I don't go to the fucking country club. He's divorced. That's a scandal. Also, like, he's only five years older um, than you. But I think of golf as like something people in their 60s play, even though I have young golf friends. Yes, like. Like, I'm like, oh, this is this. And so I was 27 at this point, and he's in his 30s, which was like, oh, you know, he's 32, and I'm 27. Like, he's old. <laughs> and I was, you know, kind of into it. He's a little he's a little peppery on the corners. And oh, wow. I'm like, oh, yeah, divorced golfer. <laughs> so we start having sex, and I'm like, whoa, this is what this is holy shit, I've missed out on like a decade of great stuff. Mm. My most memorable sex thing with him is that, well, there were a couple, but we had gone out to a bar one evening and came back to my house and we're fooling around. And he, you know, he, he said, he's like, I've had too much to drink. I'm not going to get hard, but I want to take care of you. Like, okay, whatever. I'm drunk. This is fun. And I had a vibrator and I squirted and I didn't know that I could or that, that was like, I thought that was like, that was a thing of pornos to yeah. me. And I'm, I wouldn't say like trash, but I'm fairly intoxicated. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, and he's like, oh my God, oh my God, this is so hot. And I was just embarrassed. I was like, oh, do you think this, I was like, I didn't mean to do that. Like, I'm like, is this gross? Are you put off? And he's like, oh my God, no, this is awesome. And I was like, oh, you like it? Oh, thank God. <laughs> Yay. So did that um, change how you felt about it once you found out he liked it? Yeah, yeah, because it, it was it, it felt great, you yeah. know, like this is I've never had any type of orgasm like this before. Yeah. And so, so then it was kind of like, oh, wow, sex is fun and more than just like penetrating and it feeling nice. And this I've talked to my friends about this and we're like, you know, we we didn't realize what an orgasm was for a long time. Like sex feels good and we thought that was kind of it like yeah. yep sex feels nice and so like you have like an experience and you're like oh okay I get it now yes oh yay okay <laughs> tell us more about those experiences what else did you do with him what were there any standout moments or stories from that time together or just like what was your unraveling like so that's when I realized oh I am sexual and and we just ha we had sex all the time, you know, numerous times a day. Like I, it was, it was before like going to his grandmother's for Christmas, and we're like, we need to leave soon. We're like, hold on, let's fuck again before <gasps> we go. Like type of just. It was a very like passionate physical relationship. Fun. Um, he and I went like kayaking by ourselves one day, like a mid morning, like, well, let's go for some boats. And every time we get off, like neither one of us said anything, but we're kind of looking around and it was unspoken. Like, we're just looking for a place to fuck while we're on this kayaking trip. That's amazing. <laughs> so, you know, we're like, it, it's, it's fairly secluded, you know, but finally we like go down this little trail and like, he just like bends me over a log, like pulls my bathing suit to the side and like hat at it. But I like things like that. I'm like, wow, that was, those were great times. Oh, that is so hot. Did you, yes, it was like, 
our sex was just so good. Can you try to articulate what was so good about it? And you can give specific physical details or like the emotional ones or whatever, whatever, however you can answer that question. It was a very, um, we were very much on the same wavelength early on. It was a, we knew each other. We were thinking what each other wanted and we were, it was just very connected sex all the time. Mm. And that's what I think that's what made it really good. Can we talk specifics (laughs) either with him or with any of your experiences about actual sexual acts? So for example, how do you feel about blowjobs? I love giving blowjobs. Giving a blowjob turns me on like entirely. The guy that I had the non-sexual sex with, I remember giving him a blowjob handjob early on and he confronted, gotten too good at, and thought I was like cheating on him because I'd gotten better at giving a blowjob. Like he's like, what if he's like, how did you, how did you get better at this all of a sudden? I was like, oh, like I like talked to my gay friend and I asked him how to give a blowjob. He gave me some blowjob tips and what were they? um, Can you share them? Then the obese man thought that maybe my just uh, just I don't know like he's like do your hand like this instead of like this and uh, I think early on I was just too rough that, oh gosh too rough well it depends uh, on the person and I guess it, 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 it does it is that's a personal preference and I think that you like you hear the term sucking dick like I thought that there was supposed to be a lot of suction <laughs> me too and some people like that and some people don't yeah, but yeah but, but like now I'm like, when have I ever like applied suction to a penis recently? Um, not really, but <laughs> <laughs> you don't know until you know. Totally. And I did just have a partner ask if I could just do a sucking motion with my mouth at the tip, like around the tip. And I realized it'd been so long since I yeah. tried to do that. And I was like, how do I not put my teeth? But then he said I could use my teeth a little bit. I was able to use my teeth a little bit. And it was really fun. Like, never would I ever, though, ask a guy if I could bite his cock, like, on purpose. But I I did, like, a deep dive with him about his penis. And I was like, will you show me and tell me? I was like, I want to touch your penis in all the ways. But I want you to, like, let's do a tutorial. And I just asked him so many specific questions. And I felt so vulnerable. But it was so fun. And it led to me biting his penis both this way. Having a visual of, like, eating corn on the cock. So I did it that way second. The first way was like, like popsicle style, like biting downwards. And it was like, yeah, listening. And he was like, you can go harder. You can go, you know, he was like coaching me through it. Like it was very much an exploratory session, which was really fun too. Like it was like a a different texture and a different layer than just like doing hot foreplay. Do you know what I mean? It was like getting to know. It's a lovely way to get to know someone. And then we did the same when he was going down on me. How do you like to be gone down on? Um, always, but <laughs> <laughs> tell us, tell us the workings um, of your lady parts. I, I gentle at first, and then it, it is really easy to burn my clit out and it just yeah. like lose sensation. Yes. Um, it's something I'll say, like, you know, we're, we're, we're doing it. I'm like, Oh no, too much. Like if you don't stop, I will film nothing. Yeah. Wow. We have to give it a, give it a break and let it recharge, I guess. Um, and that's something I've more recently like realized even with like myself like if I have a vibrator sometimes I'm like okay you've got to put that down a minute or this isn't this is going to be pointless yeah yeah is it like that when you orgasm as well like once you come is it highly sensitive or kind of what what do your orgasms feel like and and no I don't have that like highly sensitive usually I'm still horny like I'll come 
and I'm like, okay, like I want like a little bit more. I don't expect to come again necessarily, but a little bit more and not, not as hard. Oh, what my mind just said was like, like, was like a, like a, like a rock me to sleep type of like, mm. just like a comforting, like I still want to be touched, but not roughly, I guess. Yeah. Do you, are you able to ask for that? No, and I need to. In the past week, I've been sleeping with someone new. Oh. And we, so this has been, I saw, I'd seen him a handful of times. This is something that I like really, and I told him about your podcast. I'm like, I listened to this podcast. <laughs> I didn't tell him I was going to be on it. So we, we smoked and we had not slept together at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, we smoked and we were laying in bed and we just had this like 20 questions of sex. Like, <gasps> Yeah, that's what like, I want everyone you had a to threesome. do. Yes, yes, like, yes. And we're, you know, we're stoned, so it's free flowing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's like, wait, he's like, what if, he's like, what if you answer or something? Or he's like, what if you ask me something and I don't want to tell you? I said, then you say pass and I don't have to answer it. Then. Yeah. Um, so that was like, it was super fun and like consent is obviously a big deal. But so we had smoked and we're laying there and he's like, I, He's like, yes, I really want to fuck you. He's like, and I know you're horny. He's like, but I'm not going to sleep with you right now. He's like, because I don't want you to feel weird about it tomorrow. He's like, I don't want you to feel like we're impaired and got pressured into something, which was so refreshing. Yeah, totally. When does that happen where you don't have to be the boss? Yeah. And like, I think, you know, most women, unfortunately, have been in the situation of that, like, I said, I don't want to sleep with you and then it happens anyway and you're like oh, I didn't uh. or it's like there's that unspoken kind of assumption that like if you're doing substances it's it's the first lube yes yeah which doesn't have to be true and I just love that he said that I did too and I was like oh wow cool like you're really great like <laughs> and then we had sex the next time I saw him sober and I was like oh this is so this is so nice that's so nice. He's like, the first time I sleep with you, he's like, I want you to completely initiate. He's like, I don't, he's like, I don't want you to think I'm pushy. And I don't know. I had had an experience of a, like, a, I don't want to sleep with you right now, but we can fool around. This isn't something we have to talk about super long, but I had, it was, you know, it was a bumble thing and it's during quarantine. So we ordered food and, you know, sat on my couch and he says, can I stay the night? And I'm like, yeah, sure. That's fine. And I said, but I want to say, like, I'm going to be polite. I'm not sleeping with you tonight. Like, I'm not fucking you tonight. And he's like, okay. And we're fooling around. And then he just, I don't want to say, like, forcefully, but I'm I'm a pushover. Mm-hmm. So, like, we had sex anyway. And I'm like, but I didn't want yeah. to. Yeah. You're like, you know, and I, I think, I think, you're, like, it's easier to just, like, go ahead and have sex with you than be like, no, I said I don't want this. And that's an unfortunate reality that shouldn't exist. It but. shouldn't exist. And I can... I can relate to that. And also it's so much work to enforce a boundary. And what I encounter over and over again is men. And I have not experienced this with women personally, but I have experienced men who you put up a boundary and they're like, oh, they they put up a boundary and now I can smash it down. And I'm just like, yes, no, fucker. Like I put up a boundary that doesn't you fucking idiot. Like. Yeah, like, like we're, you know, we're, we're making out, we're naked in bed. And I said, I don't want to sleep with you. And he says, okay. And you know, he's rubbing his dick on me and I'm like, this is fun. And then he just like spits on his hand and puts it in. I'm like, what, what, what? Like, I, didn't, I didn't want this, but now here it is. Like, ugh. 
So coming off of that to someone who was very much like you're slightly impaired and I don't want you to feel like I'm taking advantage of that was very refreshing. Good. Let's talk about some of the other things that you either like, I don't know if you have any things that stand out in your mind that you like love experience wise, or if you have any toys that you love or just things that you want to explore that you haven't explored yet. Yeah. Um, so toys, the, the person that I had the great sex life with, he, we've been dating for a couple months at Christmas and he bought me a butt plug. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't something we had really talked to. He bought it kind of to be funny, but also kind of yeah. like, but if you want to use this, we yeah. can. So, but stuff in general, I am open to, uh-huh. but I've never, I don't want to say I've not enjoyed it because that's not the right word. I've never, I've never gotten off from it. Totally. It's like, I don't know. Maybe it's still kind of like the novelty fun. I, does that make sense? Totally. I, yeah, it's so naughty. I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't like asgasm left and right, but like if someone's fingering me and then also sticks a finger in my butt, I'm just like, whoa, it's so dirty. And then I get really turned off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like if, like they stick a finger in my butt and they're like, do you mind? And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it, it is. It's because it's like, it's, it's like, it's like getting away with something. I yeah. don't know. It still, it still seems forbidden. Have you done more than fingers? I've had anal numerous times and it is, it's, it's a, it's an art of going slow and using lots of lube. I've just never loved it. Well, I feel like it really is a mental switch that I have to flip. Yes. And the, I've now experienced moments where I actually crave anal sex, which you know, two years really? ago wouldn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, you know, luckily the guy that I'm seeing now is like super into butt stuff. And so, you know, hooray. <laughs> the, the, I need a name from the person that I had great sex with. We had been together, you know, for quite a while and had Wait, a lot of sex. And is this the golfer or a different one? Okay. The golfer. I'll okay. just refer to him as that. Good, good sex golfer. <laughs> the good sex golfer. So we had great sex. We were very, you know, we could talk about it. What do you like? What do you not like? He's the one that told me, like, your sex drive is even higher than mine. And mm. I didn't think that was possible, he says. So mm-hmm. we, we, then I told him, I'm like, I'm open to anal. I'm just not like into it. But I'm like, I, yeah, try it. Like, that's fine. So we decide one day, all right, we're going to, we're going to do anal. And we go to Hustler and we bought some, you know, like anal lube. We're, we're, we're into this. We're ready. I could not stop laughing. Really? I just like, like full on the giggles We're you know, we're laying on the basement floor, ass up, like ready. And I can't stop laughing. Hold on. And he's laying like, on the basement yeah. floor? You're on a would floor? You quit? Like, like, I can't fuck you in your ass when you won't stop laughing. Like, <laughs> uh, and it was, you know, he's like, I'm not, he's like, I, I'm not, I'm not hard. You're being too silly. <laughs> oh no, that makes me sad. I want to be able to be silly and sexy at the same time. Can you explain to us what it's, you're doing on a basement floor? Uh, it was like a, like a finished basement. Like okay. we had, you know, a couch and a TV down there and we're, we're full and we're like, oh, all right, we're just going to fuck and then I'm laughing too much to, to do anal. But <laughs> did you get it that night or did you have to try again? We, uh, we did, but he, he was well endowed and it was painful. And I was like, no, uh, mm-hmm. that's just totally, that's just do normal. I'm over this. 
I mean, it it takes size makes a difference, and I feel it more in my butthole. And it's yeah, yeah, yeah. The obese guy, we had anal, but his, he didn't have that. It's small, but he didn't yeah. have a huge dick, and it was fine. Not totally. He's not like, oh, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Lovers, we are going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor. And they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice. So I'm very excited and I'm going to do my best. Did you know the Flora app is a safe place to open up, embrace your desires, and find like-minded people? This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities. All thanks to Flora. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories. So they downloaded Fleur and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation, learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Fleur's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. A shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Fleur app celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Fleur invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Fleur now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today. Are there other things you did with the golfer that were super hot, or are there other things that you haven't explored yet, or what else? Um, so it was with the golfer, and this people think it trends sexual, and in ways it does. So we went on vacation, and so I've always wanted to go to a, a nudist colony. <gasps> like that was something I had been fixated on for yeah. years. Who knows? Who knows why? Like I was like I'd like seen something on Discovery Channel about it once, and I was like, oh, that's kind of neat, but kind of weird. Like, but I was like, ah, I would go. Let's see what it's about. So we were on vacation in Florida, and I'm like golfer there's a nude beach near here and he's like oh well, let's like let's go and we it's all it's part of the regular beach but there's like a fence up and then there's signs that are like you may encounter naked sunbathers beyond this point so we're we're giggling we're like there's naked people over there uh, <laughs> and we like we like walk up by the fence and we're next to the sign and we're like should should we do it should we take our clothes off we're, we're you were on vacation we're you know enjoy yourselves and like he takes off his bottoms he's like take you know he's like take a picture of me with this sign like let me send it to my friends type of like funny nudity but then we're like okay this is kind of nice really like, do you want to do you just want to stay here like yeah so we hung out at the noon beach for the afternoon and everyone there was nice and it was you're you're naked in the sun like what what's not to like so on this like it was like a long weekend type of vacation but we went back to this nude beach like four times um like just just loved it like you know when you go to the beach a lot of times like it's a it's a self-conscious type of atmosphere there's fake boobs and there's people are looking and it's Mm -hmm. but at the nude beach like everybody shit is out and nobody cares yeah different it's just a different feel 
Yeah. I'm like, oh, like you have to be open and minded and nice to be naked publicly. So it's just, I mean, you don't have to, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. There's probably no like psycho, psycho right wing assholes at the nude beach. They aren't there. Their dick's not out. They're, like, yeah, they're too busy being insecure about everything. They're at home, like, having sex in the dark. Like, we loved the nude beach. It was great. And Southwest Ohio, within a, two hours, there are a couple different nudist campgrounds here. Oh. Um, so we visited two of them. And it's, it's the same vibe. Like, just nice communal people. And it's not the nudist community really makes a point that like this isn't sexual yeah. and like being a perv is not tolerated. Yes. That's such a um, good point. Yeah. Like what you go back and do in your room is your business. Totally. But, but like just the nudity, you know, you're you're just naked at the pool with other adults who like to be naked. That does not make it necessarily an orgy without specific agreements. <laughs> right. Like if, if you want to go do that, yeah, but like we aren't gonna tolerate it at the picnic table right. because this is like you would behave anywhere else publicly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'd ever be interested in going to like a sex party or something where that like orgies are allowed or have you do you have any group sex experiences or desires? I have no I have no group sex experiences. Um for me, again with like the weird Christian guilt stuff, mm-hmm. I think like I don't at this point in my life mentally I couldn't do it. Got it. Yeah. Um but like I'm curious about it, I would like I would watch. Yeah, totally. And I would like talking about the kayaking on the riverbank. Like if it's a situation where I could potentially get caught, I'm kind of into it. So I don't know. I would like have sex with a partner at a sex party. Yeah. That was my next question. Yeah. You could like be doing your own thing and watching other people and get the live porn experience. Yeah. I would do, I would do that. Yeah. Um, But as for just like group sex, probably not for me at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking, okay, so when you were kayaking, was it, were there single kayaks or was it like a tandem kayak? Like you're in front and behind each other. Single. Single. Because I just keep thinking, I'm like trying to think about a way where you could like be sexy in a kayak and not tip it over. And I don't have an answer. But if you're, if you're in two singles, you could at least like touch each other. Well, it depends on how big the kayaks are. I guess if you're reaching over. Yeah, like like, four in hand, like reaching. Yeah. (laughs) It would it would have to be very obvious, but <laughs> yeah, but in the right setting, sure. Totally, like 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 a roadhead situation. Yes. Have you done that? Yes. Nice. Yes. So fun. Have you ever had someone touching you while you're driving? I have, but up until two months ago, I've always had a car that was a manual. So I'm like, oh no, I have to <laughs> like I have to I have to drive. You can't touch me like totally. a crash. So now that I have an automatic car, I'm like, oh, times have changed. That's amazing. And have you touched yourself yet while driving? No. I mean, I don't encourage, I'm Wait, not saying no, people should go out and do that's this. a lie. I have. Oh, you have? Nothing okay. like, like I've never gotten off, but, um, so I, I'm a nurse. I work 12 hour shifts and that's been something like I'll get off work and I'm like driving at night and I'm like, oh, oh okay. Um, <laughs> and I would like text the golfer like, I am touching myself this whole drive home. Like, please be ready. Like, oh, wow. That's so hot. That's so fun. And I don't, I don't know. It was, but it's only been like a post work. I think like, just like a, like I'm stressed out. Let me yeah. just like get a release somewhere. Yeah, totally, totally. But never when I'm just like headed to the grocery store. Am I like, let me rub one out real fast. 
No, I've mine usually has been on road trips where I'm like on the freeway and yeah. cruise control is on, and I'm like, oh, okay, and I like look around to see if the truckers can see me mm-hmm. for better or worse, depending on the yeah. mood that I'm in. <laughs> do you have any other like what else do you want to explore sexually right now in your life? So coming like the golfer situation ended a couple months ago, and I'm mm. kind of having that like, wow, what's like, and I, and I'm not like down and then dumps but a will I ever have great sex like that again oh I can relate yes like like I realize it's possible I'm not like pining after him for the sex but I'm like but will anything ever match that Mm -hmm. so I think that's it's it's kind of a vague lame answer but I I just I hope to have really great sex again Um, I hope you do too I had a hookup shortly after him and it just wasn't great I'm like oh like I could I could do without this can you say why it wasn't great? Like if, like if you can put um, words to it? The the foreplay was great. I got off, you know, from being fingered. And that was, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, this is going to be great. I can't wait to like, fuck this guy. And then we did. And I like, it was just let down. He wasn't necessarily small or anything. Mm-hmm. But his, well, his dick curved the wrong way. Mm. And I think maybe that was it. Like normally, not even normally. And I'm a nurse. I've seen a lot of dicks. But normally a dick curves kind of like upward but his like curved down like imagine like an elephant trunk shape yeah yeah. like hooked the wrong way and Uh I just didn't fit right didn't fit right and I don't know it was unfortunately kind of like well I hope you get off because this isn't can this be over not like I was like hated it but just kind of uh I'm just not turned on by this and ick yeah (laughs) and i'm like crap now i'm back in the world of mediocre sex yes (laughs) yep totally also it's not very often that i've heard people talk about actual physical lacks of fit but that is so interesting did you try different positions yeah i tried different positions you know i I saw him a couple different times i'm like well maybe it was just you know sometimes the first time is weird and people are in a weird mental like i can't get off if i'm in a in a funk yeah. You know, uh, maybe, maybe that was it. Maybe we were both nervous or something, but subsequent sessions were no better. Oh, bummer. And is that something that you tell people? Because this, like I said, this is my first time having sex as a grown up. like casually. Do I say, you know, the sex isn't that great. And I'm like, no, I'd be so insulted if someone told me that. I don't think I would say that to a person unless I don't think so. unless I was trying and I would never say it in those words. But if I like met someone I really liked and the sex was bad, I think I would try to get more information about sex in every yeah, way I could. Like, like, yeah, like with the obese man, we talked about it. Like, why? Yeah. Why don't we have sex? What's going on here? Yeah, because we've been together for six years and I wanted that, but. Yeah, with just a hookup, I'm not going to be like, your dick sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Carry that with you to the grave because you're never going to forget it. (laughs) I wouldn't do that to someone. No, no. But I do try to, I I guess I still have a lot of teaching energy for now. And I do try to show people how to ask curious questions that are very body specific in a way that I hope is fun. I don't know if I'm doing Mm -hmm. it right. I know that I'm overwhelming people because... Because I've been told I'm overwhelming. <laughs> uh, so. I, I feel like my like masturbation game has been better since listening to your podcast. Really? How? Oh, tell us more. Uh, like I remember 
I haven't listened to every episode, but mm-hmm. I remember listening to one and it was a, it was a female and she was talking about using a vibrator on her clit. And she said something about like how she like clenched her butt cheeks and like thrust her pelvis up during that time. And I was like, sounds weird, but maybe. And then I'm like, Oh wow. That makes a difference. Oh. Like I would have. So instead, uh, so, like, I don't know. Um, like that's, that's the example that comes to mind. I love that. Are you a vibrator outside person or do you ever stick fingers inside? Like what's your, what's your masturbation practice details like? Um, I have, so the golfer and I had bought one of the like silly like vibrators that go in your panties and have a remote. <gasps> I want that so bad. We bought it. I had to go to a family reunion and we're like, okay, let's go buy one of these Stop. to take oh my the God. family reunion. Like, like so we had, fun. unfortunately this guy was a psycho alcoholic oh, no. and I had to end that but yeah. our sex was really great and we yeah. were very open about sex so we're like family reunions boring we're spending a july weekend in northern yes. ohio bored let's let's stop at the sex store and do something yes. fun so we get we get this vibrator and we're walking into a grocery so we can you know get stuff together for our obligated covered dish <laughs> and he's like well let's give it a, like like we're like let's give it a try before we like let's give it a test run it was so loud. <laughs> really? Um, he, like, I'm like a couple aisles away in the store. You know, we're just getting like chips and salsa or something. And he turns it on and I was like, ah! oh my gosh. <laughs> it, was, it was like startling, but it was so noisy. Like it was not, you would have to do this like in like a bar or oh, at a concert. Wow. Okay. So, well, so not, is it, it was too noisy to actually be used that's horrible and amazing the intended purpose is it inside of you or is it like just in your panty like what's the shape of it it's like um uh trying to think something i can compare it to um unfortunately what i just thought of was a kazoo (laughs) um (laughs) so goofy that's so goofy so goofy but like Imagine just setting a kazoo in the crotch of your underwear. Yeah. Um, but it had like mad, like, like a pad would have, it had like magnetic clips to hold it in your panties against your clit. Cool. And ultimately it was just too loud to use in a public family setting. Did anyone um, notice at the grocery store? No, but, but like I did like, you know, ah, when it went off and then it, we, we couldn't get it to, like the remote wouldn't turn it off. <laughs> Yeah, we're the only we're the only ones that are aware. Anyone yeah. probably think it was just like your phone freaking out, right? Ultimately, right. but just such a loud, loud vibration. Um, <laughs> but that is, I do really like that vibrator for my clit mm-hmm. in my home use. Um, so when I masturbate, I usually have that on my clit, and then I have like a a curved vibrator that I don't really use the vibrator function for my G spot. Yeah. Usually, like, how is it, it how is it curved? Can you show me, and then I'll try to make the shape with my hands in the video. Sli- like pretty straight with just like a slight. Oh, I see. On Got the it. end, okay. it's a uh, it's a Lilo GG. If you want to spend okay. way too much money on a vibrator, <laughs> it's worth it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll use I'll use that with then my kazoo <laughs> on my clit. <laughs> Um, in my home use. I'm not much of a masturbator. Really? 
and this is something like I've talked to this guy I was hooking up with. I'm like, I've just never been good at self-care in any, in any facet. Mm. <laughs> I'm very neglectful of myself, but it's something I've like, I have to like force myself to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, I just, I, I've never, I've never gotten myself off successfully. Like I'll enjoy really? it and I'll get close and then I don't. So I'm, then I'm like, well, it's that I just get kind of frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> so then I don't like crave touching myself. That makes total sense. Are you uh, touching yourself with the intention of coming? Have you more like, I usually just go into it as like, I'm going to enjoy this or, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to sleep with someone and I'm touching myself in preparation, but never with the intent of I'm going to get myself off. Can I offer what if you do a session where you touch yourself for like a long time, like whatever you can attention span wise handle, like set a time that works for you, but make the rule you're allowed to get turned on. You're not allowed to come that. Okay. Making a rule in my own head that I wasn't allowed to come is part of what helped me unlock my coming with partners. Like okay. I would secretly in my own head be like, you're not allowed to come. And then I would like, my body would be like, I'm going to come. And that was, yeah. that, and it doesn't always work. Cause I have such a shy orgasm too. Like I, I'm so mental in my head and it really makes me frustrated because mm-hmm. I have this judgment and feel like I should be past this and it should be better. And blah, blah, blah. Um, mm-hmm. But it still comes up and it's my own anxiety. And that's why I yes. like defend my right to fake orgasms. If I think it's useful and will lower my own anxiety levels. Absolutely. I, I have faked it because it, and not like a not ego like I still yeah. want my partner to like get off and be like oh my gosh this woman's enjoying this like it's yeah I it's not to, to make anyone feel better about themselves yeah like fake it till you make it <laughs> totally are there any ways you've ever dreamed of being touched that you haven't been touched yet Ooh. I, so as far as kinks go, like I, and I don't know, I don't know what necessarily classifies as a kink. Like some people does. are like, oh my gosh, I'd never let someone choke me. And I'm like, what? Why? It's fun. I, so I would be interested in, like, I've never been tied up and that's something that I want. Like, I don't consider that as like that kinky. I'm like, yeah, people do that all the time. But then I was like, people are like, that's insane. Maybe it's a kink. Yes, I'd be tied up, blindfolded type of things. That's on my that's on my to do list. Yeah, fun. Yeah, and I know that those are like that's a pretty common thing that happens. But. It is. Well, I can really relate to what you're saying because before I was with my former master, I yeah. had no concept of like kink or what BDSM actually meant or like how how power play functioned or like that it was a mm-hmm. thing and that there's all this talk and this consent like I didn't know anything about that I just knew I wanted to be tied up and I also didn't really know that it yeah. was particularly kinky and I also didn't have the emotional context for the feeling of how it feels to be tied up by a person who's going to pay such close fucking attention to me because that was a very yeah. different experience from my there's a couple that I'm very good friends with that I used to sleep with pretty regularly and yeah. they're 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 very sexy and they like like to play but they're pretty vanilla they're like hot vanilla do you know what I mean like they yes. like they look yes. like it's very passionate but it's just like not kinky and they were the first ones that actually tied me up before like the mm-hmm. week before I met my former master because I was like I've been thinking about this but it's really different when a person is doing it just to check it off of your bucket list and you all take mm-hmm. turns and you, cause another, we didn't yeah. know what to do with it versus like being strapped down by a person that would like 
tease me and then touch me, but be like watching me so closely the entire time. And, and it was like a whole experience. And that yeah. is when I was like, oh, oh, it's, it's so expansive. It's so luxurious. There's time. There's, I can't, I'm not allowed to orgasm. And he, you know, he was the one that introduced that idea of edging yeah. and not being allowed to come. And that I just think is so mm -hmm. hot. And I think everyone should try it. She got some. That sounds so fun. And I like, as a, as a general rule, I'm a people pleaser yeah. and I'm like, yes, just tell me what to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I'm and so, I'm so, e I'm so eager to serve like just... same. And, but it requires a partner who gets it and who's into it and has that compatibility. <laughs> and it's, it's been strange for me, you know, and I've, I've been open with this about the, the new partner that I'm with where it's like, he's not explicitly kinky, but he's really curious about playing and plays, pays really close attention <laughs> So I've been giving him little bits of like, here's a clothespin, like here are the places on my body you can put it and like teaching yeah. him little things like that. But like, I'm not giving him like emotional control of my slave self because mm -hmm. he doesn't know how to hold Dom space, you know, but we're talking about it. I don't know. I, we'll see where it goes. We'll see how much he wants to actually do. What else? Is there anything else you'd be curious to explore? My, my 5% uh, curious. I always want to know like, like I'm, I wouldn't say I'm attracted to women. I can definitely appreciate an attractive woman, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I'm never like, oh man, let me like, yeah, let me at that, you know. <laughs> but I would like to experience, but I'm too shy and like, oh no, um, being touched by a woman. Ooh. Like I don't necessarily want to pursue. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Because that makes like someone who knows truly what my anatomy is for a woman to touch me would be, yes. Fun. I love but that. But I think I'm too, I'm too, like the 95% straight is like, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Well, and also sometimes those fantasies we just, we hold and maybe they grow and maybe they turn into something and maybe they just stay a fantasy. But yes. I, I love having those curiosities kind of just like, like sneaking around. Yeah, it's, it's, I, yeah, I'm not attracted to women. Mm -hmm. So that's what. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's my, I would, I would like a woman to touch me, but I'm too straight to let a woman touch me. <laughs> okay. For now. <laughs> For now. I respect your straightness though. Okay. Is there, do you have any other final thoughts that you want to share on sex or anything that needs to be said that we didn't get to yet? Do you have any final thoughts about sex that you haven't shared yet that you want to share? For me, and I'm telling this to myself, that it's okay um, to have sex and enjoy sex and want sex. Yeah. I still hold a lot of guilt around it, but I know that I don't need to rationally, but working on that. So everyone, it's okay to have sex. You're allowed. I love that. And then do you have any additional <laughs> advice for your younger self if you were to go back in time and give her a piece of sex advice? And what age would you pick? I would, I would pick that um, early to mid twenties me and tell myself that that's not normal and uh, to, to really pursue what you want. Yeah. Um, in a, in a lot of ways, but definitely sexually. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Lastly, do you have any sex questions you'd like to ask me? Oh, as a newly adult sex having person. What do you recommend I look for? What's something, every, everyone has different tastes, but what, what, what should I do? What's a fun, 
thing to try. Okay, so I'm going to give you a broad answer first, which yeah, is fair. find a partner that wants to play. And I don't mean specifically sexually, but also that. But just like find someone with a similar sense of playfulness as you. Yes. Because those are the partners that I have the most fun with. Because if they can like banter, like if you're on the same wavelength, it's kind of what you were talking yes. about with the hot golfer. That. Yes. So yes. beyond that, once you meet someone you like, like I am having so much fun turning the getting to know your body into a fun game so that mm -hmm. I don't get trapped in the like anxiety spiral of like, am I touching them the way they really want to be touched? Do Is this mm -hmm. disconnected? And I think that especially yeah. with a lot of people who don't have kink language or who, who like like sex, but aren't experienced talking about it, just yeah. asking a ton of simple, curious questions, like, like what I did with that guy's penis to be like, how does yeah. it like to be touched? Show me how you touch yourself make you like touch yourself with my hand, like put your hand over okay. my hand and show me how you stroke. Oh, and like fun. what, and the, the question that that exploration started with, I looked at him and I was just like, are there any ways that your penis hasn't been touched that you're curious about? And he was like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? And I was like, Ooh. like, I know that I have the way that I give blowjobs. It's changed <laughs> since I no longer go to, I have herpes in my throat now because yeah. non-disclosure stuff, my partner didn't didn't understand disclosure. Um, yes. So I don't, so I no longer incorporate that into my like blowjob giving unless we're using a condom, you know, and it just, just, just to be, and that's after right. that's based on checking in with him and all of that. So, yeah. So I adjusted that and, but I, I was thinking about my style of blowjobs and like how I do it and how, you know, I could feel when different people go down on me, it's like a different style. And so I was like, what if, what's out there that I'm not yeah. seeing? And so just turning it, like putting it in this way where it's like, playful and fun and exciting and then inviting them to do the same for you and I think that's the other thing is just like yeah. figuring out ways to invite that feel fun and I've been asking for things I'll be like will you do this and oh oh this is what I want to tell you okay so when we were talking yeah. about um after you come like where you just want to be like touch rock to sleep what's putting words in your mouth yeah but like that that gentle touching that's, that, yeah that's, that's yeah I've started just taking partners' hands and putting them just like outside, like I, just putting them on my pussy lips and being like, I just want mm -hmm. gentle pressure or whatever I want in that moment. Will yeah. you just rest your hand here? And sometimes I'll like add pressure and I'll make it connected, but also just like while we're watching a yeah. movie or while we're talking or yeah, I don't know, yeah. stuff like that. Just finding those little ways to play. That's what I, because it's yeah. so fun and it's more that's, interesting. That's, that's... That's how this guy that I've been seeing you before I met him I was like, "Are you are you into PDA?" Like, yeah. and I, I'm like, I don't mean like in a gross, gross air quotes yeah. way, but like, like, how much touch are you yes. willing to accept in public, sexual and non-sexual? Some totally. people don't like to hold hands, and yeah. you know, whatever. I'm like, I'm like, but if I if I put my hand like around your waist, is that too much? And yeah. Yeah. Yes, I I love I love being able to talk to someone about that and just. Too. Yes, the banter. Yeah. The banter. Yeah. I feel like if you follow the banter. And that's something he said. He's, he's like, for him, he said something along the lines of like, like sex is good as he said it's he's like it's great for me if we can be talking about our day while we're fucking yeah and i was like yes like i want to come home and be like these fucking patients like <laughs> while i'm on your dick yes yes and he's like that's how it should be and i was like yes 
I'm like, who are you? Yeah, that's amazing. And also that for me is the level of comfort that actually allows me to get to the hypersexual place where I'm totally in my body and I'm not thinking yeah. about that stuff. Whereas if yes. I'm just with like a casual person and I feel like all of me is not welcome, that's when I can feel myself yeah. shut down and disconnect and the sex is bad and I don't know why. Yeah. 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 Oh my yeah. God. That, that, that's something he and I talked about was like just the level of like overall comfort with someone yeah. when you're fucking. Well, I feel very hopeful for you. He sounds yeah. great. I hope it remains so. We'll hope, see. Hope the sex gets good. And, I want the sex yeah. to get good and better. And I, I hope you have so much fun exploring. Cecily, yeah. thank you so much for being on the pod. Thank you for having me.